Good morning. We begin with breaking news and Russia has successfully test-fired a nuclear missile, issuing a chilling warning to Western nations. The missile, nicknamed Satan-2, has been under development for years and was launched from the country's northwest, hitting targets in the far east. Vladimir Putin claims the weapon has no equals, saying he hopes it will give the Kremlin's enemies food for thought. Meanwhile, Ukrainian troops fighting in Mariupol may only have hours left to leave as Russian forces edge closer to seizing the city completely. Prime Minister Scott Morrison and Anthony Albanese have battled it out in the first leaders debate of the election campaign in Brisbane. While it started out as a friendly affair, there were some heated exchanges as they made their pitches to undecided voters. Two rivals enter the arena, both desperate to score some political points. It started with a handshake. The Prime Minister won the toss. He's going to kick off with the opening statements. Scott Morrison up at the crease first, hoping to hit the Labor leader for six. So it is a choice between a stronger economy and a weaker economy. Anthony Albanese not holding back. They don't have a plan for the future. Housing affordability front of mind. What is the government go doing or going to do in the future to make it more effective? We introduced a range of programs. The Home Guarantee Scheme the home builder program. We also need to address the rental crisis because too many people now, rents are going up through the roof as well. Echoing campaigns gone by, it was border protection that brought the heat. When you were Deputy Prime Minister, why didn't you support turnbacks then? You weren't proposing no, that we, then. No, you we were, were not proposing. I'm sorry, you, you we were were. it was our policy. Step, so you were going to do turnbacks? No. No, that's <laughs> right. Okay. That's right. I just wanted what, to be clear. But, but why is it, Scott, that you're always looking for a division? Divisions laid bare on the topic of China and its new security arrangement with the Solomon Islands. Anthony Albanese accused of siding with Beijing. When something of this significance takes place, why would you take China's side? That's an outrageous slur from the Prime Minister. This isn't so much a Pacific step up, it's a Pacific stuff up. And political reporter Taylor Aitken is in Canberra for us. Taylor, morning to you. Was there a clear winner? Not really, Amon. Good morning. Out of 100 decided voters, it was Anthony Albanese who came out with a narrow win. Neither leader launched into political attacks like we've seen at press conferences this week, but neither delivered a knockout blow. Instead, both stuck to their policy strengths and prosecuted their points without getting personal. 40 votes went to Anthony Albanese, 35 to Scott Morrison, with a further 25 still remaining undecided. A similar result to recent polls. It is just over four weeks until election day with both leaders expected to use that time to deliver a result when it counts. Yeah, it's pretty close, isn't it? All right, Taylor, thank you. There's been a major shake-up of COVID protocols in New South Wales and Victoria. The two states are dropping vaccine mandates, check-ins and most mask rules. And close contacts of people with COVID no longer need to isolate for seven days. The changes come into effect tomorrow night. It has been a bloody tough two years for the people of New South Wales. With these vaccination levels, we've got enough inbuilt protection as a community that... Um, further restrictions are really not uh, proportionate uh, or uh, necessary. For now, the move hasn't been mirrored by other states. 
The WA Premier is in isolation for the next week after a family member tested positive to COVID. His PCR test came back all clear. The state still requires a minimum seven-day isolation, but that could change within weeks. A Gold Coast grandmother has been forced to wait nearly seven hours for an ambulance after falling over in her kitchen and breaking her hip. Shirley Presepino's daughter Tina phoned triple zero multiple times but had no luck. When the 89-year-old finally made it to hospital, she couldn't have immediate surgery. They couldn't do anything for her except give her pain relief, only because the hospital was completely, completely full. No more surgeries, which was, they're all double booked. I don't believe in it anymore. I don't think triple O exists anymore. The health department says the service was experiencing unprecedented demand that day, recording its fourth highest number of calls. The moment a hot air balloon was forced to make an emergency landing in Melbourne has been captured on camera. Frightened passengers bracing for impact, hitting two buildings before touching down roughly in the front yard of a home. Oh, no. Oh! Oh! Okay, babe? Oh! Are you okay? Yeah. Should we quickly get out? We knew we were aiming for the beach, so. Yeah. Hoping for a swim, but we've got a uh, bunch of trees instead. All 13 passengers and the pilot escaped unharmed. There's been a major development in Julian Assange's extradition case. A London court has formally approved his transfer to the United States to answer espionage charges. It's now up to the UK Home Secretary to rubber stamp his extradition. Julian Assange's wife spoke to supporters outside court and made a plea to British leaders. Boris Johnson and Priti Patel, don't extradite Julian to the country that conspired to murder him. They can stop this nightmare today and return Julian to his family. The WikiLeaks co-founder will have the right to appeal the decision. And a quick check of sport now. COVID has decimated Fremantle's squad for Saturday's clash with Carlton. The Dockers will be missing at least five players who are in isolation after testing positive to the virus. It follows two assistant coaches also testing positive and threatens to derail the club's hot start to the season. We've had to separate the, the playing group um, today and you'll see when you turn around there's only about 20, 20, 23 players training. Hawthorne spearhead Mitch Lewis will miss at least two weeks with a hamstring injury. And the NRL has also been hit by COVID, with the Bulldogs struggling to name a team for tomorrow's Broncos clash after an outbreak. Four players will miss the match after testing positive, adding to the Dogs' already extensive injury list. The NRL granting Canterbury an exemption to pick players outside their squad of 30 with fears of more cases. We'll take 19 up separately. Um, we obviously don't want to throw in the other six, five guys with the players who may be infected. After months of conjecture, Kalen Ponga has re-signed with the Knights on a mega five-year deal, knocking back newcomers, the Dolphins. And checking Thursday's weather now, sunny in 28 in Brisbane, Sydney can expect a shower or two, 23 degrees, Canberra partly cloudy with a top of 19, cloudy also for Melbourne, 17 degrees, wind easing, 14 degrees for Hobart, partly cloudy for Adelaide, 21 degrees, sunny in 28 in Perth and 36 and mostly sunny in Darwin.